Engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the kingdom age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, everybody, I'm here with Martin Smith, and uh, many of you have seen Martin on my show before uh, out of Houston, Texas. Uh, got the Flying Penguins going. Are you still you still have that going? Yep, yeah, still running. You bet. Yeah, well, why don't you update us? Tell us what's going on. Uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, what you've been doing the last few months, but go ahead. Yeah, and, and I just want to say thanks again, Gil. It's always, always uh, great to catch up with you. It's been way too long since we've uh, it has. had the opportunity to do that. But, man, it, you know, it, there's obviously there's a lot going on, uh, you know, for everyone, really. But, um, you know, yeah. I think with for this entire year has been a really a, a year of, of rest, believe it or not, obviously, with things slowing down. Um, but really for me, I guess a year of really kind of internalizing and, and focusing back on just my family and staying a little bit more local than I have in the past, um, which has been, you know, such a huge, huge blessing really for me. And a couple of things I think that are, that are different, um, that has been happening is number one, we've had to move flying penguins completely online for quite some time. And uh, that obviously changes some dynamics, but, you know, and I, and I know you, you've done this a long time as well is that it, you're still able to operate powerfully and effectively, even in an online setting. And so we've, we've still been meeting yeah. Monday nights with, yeah. with the fellas. Um, <laughs> but I think one of the biggest changes for me is in the fall or starting really uh, full-time in September, October timeframe, I had uh, met with a, a smaller group of kind of 30 somethings, uh, you know, men and women, and ended up just meeting with these folks. A couple of them were, had been coming to Flying Penguins and they had a, a Bible study that they were operating out of. And it was really cool because this whole group had um, really formed this Bible study right as the whole coronavirus and lockdowns hit because they couldn't go to church anymore. And they were in a really vibrant church here in, in local Houston area. Uh, but what they started discovering was as they did these Bible studies, they were having greater encounters in life and just in experiencing the love of the father more powerfully in the smaller groups and in the Bible studies. And wow. so they had asked me to come and just participate in one of their one of their Bible studies, and uh, after that, you know, you know me, I I'm going to talk identity every every single time, <laughs> and um, we started. They asked if I would kind of do a smaller subset with about five of them and really walk them through uh, the depths of identity and also you know covenants and. So I was like, yeah, that's that fits really well because the Lord had been really putting on my heart to develop a, a curriculum, about an eight eight to twelve week curriculum that's really designed for an identity foundation core group and and small groups, and so it was it was crazy because I I felt like I was not supposed to advertise it or really push it, 
and basically here comes this group and they're asking for it, you know? And so I'm like, okay, yeah. all right, I'll, uh, <laughs> that'll work. And, and so we started uh, meeting with them on Friday nights and man, it was, it's been such an incredible blessing. I mean, these, this, you know, it's a group of men and women, about six of them now, and they are just so hungry for the Lord, have such incredible hearts. And they have just opened up and totally transformed. I mean, it's, it's amazing because they're, most of them will say they, they're not even sure what their life was like before encountering this and the freedom that they've had and the transformation that they've had. And they've, they've all experienced just, I mean, for as young as they, many of them are, their life experiences are difficult uh, to say the least. And watching the healing and the identity take hold is just, man, it's blown me away to, to see that. And, you know, I think it was, to be honest, for me, it was some, some of the similar teachings that had gotten me in so much trouble about two years ago <laughs> and uh, caused <laughs> yeah. us to have to exit the church. And <laughs> I was a little, I was a little timid to be quite honest to, to go back into heavy teaching like that because of what my experience was previously. Um, but so far, nobody's, you know, uh, called me all kinds of names and, you know, <laughs> anything like that. So either well, you know, I'm not I think teaching it's... deep enough or, or, you know, it's, it's resonating, but. <laughs> well, I def definitely believe that, you know, we're in a, a season where a lot of the stuff that, like you said, a year and a half, two years ago was like kind of taboo or you had to be really careful where you shared it yeah. is now out in the open and people are asking for it. They're looking for it. Yeah. And I think it's important, you know, everybody's designed differently. Um, there are the, you know, the forerunners that are, you know, they're, they're almost looking for the places where they can bang their head against the wall. You know, <laughs> it's like, what can I forerun? Get some feedback here, some pushback. Um, yeah. And sometimes I feel like I'm kind of in that category because <laughs> it's like if I see something that needs to be done or I just, I've learned to just be myself and just do it. And yeah. if there's pushback, there's pushback. And there's been a little here or there, but for the most part, it's been rather, rather light. And, yeah. um, That's I, you know, and I hear stories like yours where you, you had to leave a church or whatever. <laughs> and I've not had that experience, but, you know, Adina and I started uh, our own church, you know, under mm -hmm. uh, the commissioning of Chuck Pierce and Peter Wagner you know, back in 2015. So we took that church through a shift, but it was honestly the father that did it because he kind of shut things down and then restarted them after we got mm. two years into it, shut it down, restarted yeah. it. And we started in this movement and really had no pushback. Wow. Uh, it's just been amazing. And I don't know why father, you know, made it so for us, but yeah. um, that's the way it was. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny cause I've, I've often explained, especially more recently is that for my family, we actually had to step out of the church environment to heal, which is such yeah. a, to me, it, it, it breaks my heart to even say that, but that's the truth yeah. of it is that we, and, and we're still healing from it. And, you know, I actually just had kind of a, an encounter uh, this week where the Lord showed me that I had more healing to do where I, you know, I mm. lost my temper and, and got triggered and, and uh, had to go apologize and clean up a bit of my own mess. <laughs> and, and, but, but the father, because he's a good and loving father, and I'm learning that those are, those triggers are just areas of opportunity to go, to go deeper into identity. 
And man, I spent probably an hour and a half just in deep prayer and meditation, literally walking through, you know, healing past memories for myself with, with Christ. And it was just, he was showing me new kind of aspects that had just sunk in. And I, man, I've been through this. I was like, all right, Lord, I've already dealt with this stuff. It's like, no, we're going to go a little bit deeper now. And so for me, I guess as I've gone deeper and into maturing an identity, it's like, I think I can handle a little bit deeper healing now, uh, better than I, I used to be able to. And so it's just that continued growth and healing, uh, and really freedom within that. And so, you know, I feel like, to be honest, I'm kind of coming into my own a little bit better. Whereas I used to be a little bit timid on that, on how I said things, the way I said it. Now it's like, man, this is, I can't go back. This is the way for me at least. And, and as I've been able to share this with, with many others uh, now and actually walk them through the teaching, seeing the transformation to where somebody can say within six to eight weeks, they don't even know who they were six or eight weeks ago. And the freedom that they now have is just, I mean, man, it's like, what else are we wanting to do here? I mean, this is, yeah. I love it. And just to see that for folks and now they're, they're starting to take off and the words they're, they're given and the freedom they have, I'm starting to learn now from them, which is the beauty of it all, right? It's now the community and the body yeah. of Christ functioning together. And it is so cool to watch them start to come into their own and really begin to take off. Uh, it's been just powerful seeing that. So know? good. So, so good. So good. Yeah. You know, there's, there are so many different ways for people, you know, and, and the tools I will have to talk cause I, I'm not sure if you're interested or willing, but, um, you know, we're finding more and more new people that are kind of coming out of the woodwork who have a gift that the father's downloaded to them that they're able to share. And it's like, we need all these different tools because, yeah. you know, Dean and I have our way of teaching it, you know, you know, and learning who you are, mm-hmm. you know, the, the real, your, your real identity. And, and there's so many different people that are now starting to teach it. Yeah. So we're trying to draw all those together. We've got a new website coming out. In fact, by the time this recording goes out, it may already be up, awesome. but the idea is to bring all these different resources from different people to the table because there's not just one that's going to work for everybody. Right. Um, right. But to, to make them available so that people can see what's there and uh, choose. And if, you know, and if one doesn't work that they can try another one. Yeah. But the important part is that everybody really needs to know who they are. Absolutely. That is, that is the, the core. And you know, <clears throat> what's, what's funny, Gil, is that initially, you know, they wanted to learn on, you know, basically how to heal and prophesy and, and do those things. And I told them, I was like, guys, I can teach you how to do that. Anybody can, right? That's, it's actually not that impressive. And I know that sounds kind of funny and I know you get it. But I'm like, totally a hundred percent with you. You know what? You can, <laughs> I can teach you to do all those things, right? It's, it's cool stuff. So, but if you're prophesying out of brokenness, then you're, you're prophesying out of brokenness, right? And it's not good. And so what's been amazing is that as they've gone through identity, they just, they've starting, they're starting to have encounters. They're entering into the heavens and I hadn't even taught on that stuff yet. And they're just, it's just happening for them. And it's so pure. And as I'm now explaining to them, say now as we, and we've now moved into 
healing and past memories, moving into the heavens, you know, and healing and prophetic words. And they're now operating out of a place of identity. And it's so completely different for them. And their old circles of friends as they're now just they're just kind of speaking as as they would normally they're just blown away at the accuracy of it and we haven't even taught on prophecy or anything like that it's just straight identity and flows from that yeah and i guess what what kind of breaks my heart is that so 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 many people are really running after they want the signs powers and wonders and i'm like and it's like jesus is standing there and he says what about me yeah and the fact is that what you're talking about, when, when we learn our identity, if we fully and truly understand our identity, it's all in him. And mm. it's about the intimacy. Absolutely. Uh, and without that, we're, we're still just wandering and straggling through time and space because, um, you know, I've always said that one good way to tell if somebody has their identity as in Christ is to challenge their belief system. <laughs> because... So much of what we've been taught and so much of what we believe is not centered in him. Yeah. And the fact is, when you try to pull some of that away from somebody, they'll get triggered. They'll go off. You know, they'll fly off the handle. And the thing is, it's like, huh. So in Christ, there's no offense. So evidently, yeah. your identity is not fully and completely in Christ. Yep. And, you know, and it's not a it's not a condemnation or judging thing. But right. I look at it for myself all the time. Like, do I am I getting triggered over what somebody said? Right. Because if I am, I mean, and especially in this chaotic time with all the politics and everything going on, am I getting triggered by it's all easy. this? It's easy to or, get triggered. <laughs> or is my identity in Christ? And yeah. you know, when 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 that was happening, I, I you know, when the elections mm-hmm. were you know kind of coming together and we could see where it was going, at least by the votes and everything, electoral mm-hmm. college. You know, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, huh, what's going on here? And Father says, well, number one, you're looking in the wrong place mm. because we're still looking to a man or a person or a group or a system that will fix everything. Right. And as long as we're looking there, we won't see what Father's doing. Yeah. And what we really need to be looking at is what's Father doing? What's kingdom look like? Let's start bringing that right. into the earth. That's what's important, not yeah. necessarily what's going on right now because he may be putting people in place right now that it's going to, you know, push us over the edge, so to speak, or whatever it's going to be to get us where father wants us to where we start looking to him instead of to man and our systems thinking that we're going to fix everything. Yeah, no, I mean, you are absolutely right. You know, and what's, what's funny, I just want to kind of give a plug because, you know, at the beginning of this whole teaching, one of my slides is on the three plumb lines and, you know, that is, you know, kind of intro into this is guys, as we go into this teaching, we're going to disagree. We're going to have areas where we're going to wrestle through this, but keeping those three plumb lines from that, obviously I'd learn, learn from you is, I mean, that's been an incredible tool that we've been able to come back to and say, you know, number one, it's the cross of Christ and then ask the father and then love and respect one another. And it's incredible when we have those as, as part of that conversational foundation, how much progress we can actually make and not have to part ways and do all those things. And it's yeah. just, it's been such a blessing to be able to, to really bring that back through and, and have that as the foundation of how we're going to wrestle together, because it is, it's a wrestling and it's a unraveling of our belief systems, as you said. 
to the point of it's like, my goodness, uh, I probably, I probably would have called myself a heretic three or four years ago with what I'm <laughs> encountering yeah. and experiencing now. But yet <laughs> yeah. I've experienced more freedom and more joy than I think I probably mm -hmm. have in my life, you know, and it's not that it's perfect. I mean, you know, we know that, but it's like, yeah. it just, it's continuing to, to grow, but yet to, the truth is the last two or three years have probably been the most difficult times mm -hmm. of, of my life for myself and then in my family as well. <clears throat> but yet we're growing deeper in, in love and in joy and peace uh, than ever before. It's, it's really an odd, yeah. it's, it's great. I love it. But at the same time, it's an odd mix of, of, of the two. And I think it's, it's really, for me, it's really, it's been forcing me to, to really put my belief system uh, to really into identity is, is it truly identity or am I believing in something else? And yeah. it's like the father's just continually bringing me back to identity in him and nothing else. And, right. and exploring really yeah. that, that aspect of unconditional love, you know, yeah. and I was <clears throat> just listening to Mike Parsons this morning um, on his, I love his Q and a sessions. And it was, it, basically it's the the implication of un, unconditional love is that if you feel like you're you're missing something out of intimacy then you're you're you've missed unconditional love you've missed identity because there's nothing to do and yeah and that is so hard to to really reconcile that and say actually yep. unconditional love of the father truly means unconditional love <laughs> There, there's and, nothing to do for and it, it. Yeah, and it is, and that is how we know whether we have reached that place where I have my identity in him because you're at rest and peace yeah. and you're not worried about anything. Everything else, everything else, doctrine included, you can hold loosely yeah. because you don't have to worry about whether it's right or wrong because yeah. what matters is your identity and your relationship. And that's why, again, I, I, it hurts my heart to see people chasing after signs, wonders, and miracles, and that's where it's at, and that's where they got to right. go find it. It's like, you're missing the one who's standing right in front of you. Yeah. And until you get that, and until you understand your identity in him, you're missing out. I don't care how many signs, wonders, miracles, dead yeah. people you've raised. I don't care. It's that is said, you know, as Paul says, you know, these are the elementary things. Those are the elementary right. things. <laughs> right. You want to get to the real thing. You want to get to the real stuff. Yeah. You figure out who you are in him and you walk in full power and authority, yeah. which anyway, you know, we got, we got to take a break real quick. We'll be back right after sure. this. <laughs> an ecclesia is family doing kingdom business. When you join an ecclesia with Kingdom Talks Media that is going through the Ultimate Impact series, this is what a typical week might look like. During the week, you'll watch the Ultimate Impact teaching videos based on that week's topic. Each video is about 10 minutes long, followed by a time for you to shift focus into the heavenly realm, allowing Father to guide you into further revelation. Once a week, you'll gather with your Ecclesia group in person or most likely through Zoom conferencing to typically do two things. One, relate with each other as you share insights about that week's topic. And two, shift focus into the heavenly realm as an ecclesia to practice engaging Father together. Week after week, you and your ecclesia will gain new perspectives through the teachings, discussions, 
and your experiences individually and together in the heavenly realms. All right, I'm back with Martin and uh, talking about the identity and the rest thing. You know, Martin, when I moved here to Colorado Springs about a year ago now, it just, for me, I went into my default of work, 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 Mm. do, do, do. And I have, I've had such a hard time pulling out of that to get back to my place of identity and rest Mm. in him. And I can say, you know, we're, we're in December now. And probably only in the last month have I been able to get myself back to that place where it's like nothing else really matters except my identity in him. And that, you know, the world could be collapsing in around me and it doesn't really matter because my identity's in him. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm sitting on my butt not doing anything. Right. But I'm looking to see what father's doing (laughs) and I'm going to do that without the worry of whether I, you know, if I do what he's doing, I don't have to worry about the consequences of what comes out of that. Right. That's in his department. And I know that he loves me unconditionally. And worst case scenario, if I get wiped out, you know, I'm with him still. <laughs> right. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I think you, you were touching on something earlier, Gil, on the whole signs and, and gifts. And I remember a, a pastor, uh, Darren Begley, who's unfortunately now, now passed on, um, but talking about how like essentially as you mature that the signs and the gifts are actually for the less mature. And man, I was offended when I first heard that because I, I operated <laughs> I in those. I was like, what? Yeah. Are you? Because for me, that was, used to be, and I know years ago, like, man, if you were prophesying and working miracles, that was like the upper echelon of the faith, you mm-hmm. know? And now I was like, are you freaking kidding me that this is immaturity is the signs and the gifts? And, and I'm, I'm learning, I, I, I'm still learning that, to be quite honest, that, wow, I'm beginning to understand what he was saying, because it, it truly is that, man, once yeah. we go deeper into identity, okay, yeah, okay, wonderful, you can do those things, great, but are you at peace? Are you at rest in the Father? And in most in most cases, what I'm finding is that they're not. They are, man, yeah. they are high performance. They're always operating in fear, uh, even though they're doing all these incredible things of faith. Um, and that's been the difference for me. And I think that's one of the ways you can tell if somebody's really operating out of their identity versus they're using the signs, wonders, and miracles as their identity. Because right. if someone's been operating in those and you were to ask them, hey, you know, what's going to happen if if Father decides to say, yeah, I'm not giving you any more of that power to do signs, wonders, and authorities. Where's your heart going to be at that point? Are you going to be distraught and totally left, you know, crushed because uh, you can't do signs, wonders, and miracles anymore? Or are you going to say, hallelujah, I just get to rest in him? Absolutely. And I think think we're seeing that, to be honest, I think we're seeing that in the kind of prophetic voice community today, right? Because let's, you know, I'm not going to get too political, but, you know, if if things continue, barring a, a miraculous move of God, unprecedented, mm-hmm. they were wrong. The majority of yeah. the, the prophetic voices absolutely missed it. They missed coronavirus, right? Time and yeah. time again. 
No one said that was coming. No one said that was There's coming. There's a few that were, were vague, you know, yeah. they could say, well, yeah. <laughs> and then the, then the ones that tried to catch on are like, oh, it'll be done by, you know, uh, what was it, Passover, right? It'll be done by this time. And well, here we are. You know, world world hasn't exploded yet, you know. Right, right. Even though that's been prophesied with it. And I think my opinion is, is that I think the Father's actually wrecking even the prophetic voice in the church today not because we're being punished or he's angry, but because he wants us to go to him in a, in a position of intimacy directly instead of trying to listen to the latest and greatest voice. Absolutely. And that's what I've been experiencing myself. Uh, but I've been watching others begin to come into intimacy. And really it's yeah. been through, you know, like your teachings with with what you're doing and and with what I've been able to do with the identity foundation teachings and as they become more free they're they are experiencing that joy and that freedom and not having to go to anyone else except directly to the father and that's yeah that's, that's where the body that's, has to get you know and see that you know so people are looking for signs wonders and miracles it's like what's the greatest miracle you've ever seen someone raised from the dead Maybe so, but I, for me, easily, easily, the greatest miracle I can see is when someone is set free mm. and they understand who they really are. That yeah. is a greater miracle than someone raising from the dead because even that person raised from the dead still may not know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah, still I live agree. a miserable life or, or a tough life because <laughs> they don't know who they are. Right. That's a tough life when you don't know who you are and you're, you're oh. running through your entire Girl. experience of life. And you don't know who you are. Right. That's, and and uh, I would it, say, Gil, even, even those that like have raised other, others from the dead or been healed, if you don't have identity, then you feel like you owe God something. Right. And so then they're running around trying to, you know, do more, do more because of what was given to them. And it sounds really good. It sounds religious and it is religious. Right. But it's a horrible trap of performance because you're never good enough in that in that system and there's always more to do and i and i'm i'm watching people even in the coronavirus you know time frame where all of their doings have been stripped away and they're freaking out because they they don't know well how do i do this so i'm going to find other avenues to to find my value and my worth but then you do have these others that are that are coming out of the church and saying, wait a minute, what was I doing? And they realized I was actually more in performance and religion than in actually intimacy and faith. And yeah. interesting about like the second or third week when I started teaching the, the foundation course, a couple of uh, the women that were a part of it were literally in tears weeping because they were mourning for the years that they had lost in the church yep. through performance. And I, yeah. at first I didn't know kind of how to handle that because I didn't, I wasn't expecting that, but you know, thankfully the Lord just allowed them to, to grieve in that. And then they were able to process and move on, but it was like, wow, how, how sad is that, that the majority of the church really will have to go through a mourning process as they come into identity and intimacy. Uh, and that's okay to, to do that, but it, it really it's began to open my eyes. Yeah. That we've just, it's gotta happen. Um, yeah. 
and and I think I think we're seeing that slowly but surely because you know lots of folks have been trying to get back to normal and it just didn't happen. I mean, churches will open back up and close back up and you know it's not the same. And so I think as we the longer we go through this environment, I think the more it's really breaking that that religious spirit really and yeah. and bringing people into deeper identity because they're asking there has to be more than this there has to be more right. than if i can't go to a building that i don't feel spiritual anymore what's wrong here and that's in my opinion that's that's the right question to ask right. <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah so good so good well martin this half hour flew by really fast uh, oh, we're basically done with part one uh, awesome. When we come back, uh, I want to talk about, you know, some of the charisma okay. that w- people are following and where do people get their affirmations from? And then some of the keys, actual keys to stepping into understanding their identity so that they don't have to wait for one of our courses. Maybe, you know, I do believe that Father can lead everybody to their identity if they knew how to listen. But yeah. at the same time. He does it in community, so sometimes it takes some lessons from you or us or other people where they are able to come into a community where they get together and are able to find, you know, that that path. You know, the path that is through Yeshua and Yeshua only, and it brings that full identity. So we'll we'll talk about those things in part two. So if you're listening, uh, Martin, uh, number one, just thank you for being on. Um, And uh, if, if you haven't been listening to the intros and outros, maybe you'll recognize this voice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Martin, we'll catch you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Gil. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, We ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life. Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.